You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I'm an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today, we're continuing the series on the chakras, and I'm so excited to talk about the heart chakra. And today we have Amanda DiBernardi, and I am so excited to talk to her about this because I personally just feel nothing but love when I talk to her, and she was my Reiki level one and two instructor. Welcome. Thank you, Andrea. I'm so happy to be here. I could, I'm so happy to connect with you again. And I could talk about the heart chakra forever and ever. So I'm so thrilled to be doing this with you today. I love that you are here. And I also love that I just knew you would be the person for the heart chakra. Like I said, that's just the energy that I feel from you. And I feel like because we've had a few discussions here and there, there's probably a journey that has led you to be such a strong person in that area. And I'm wondering if you ever had any blocks that you had to overcome around your heart chakra. Yes, definitely. So um, I think my heart chakra has been my biggest block, my heart and my throat for sure. Um, And I remember when I first started getting into energy healing and self-love practices and and really starting to figure out how to take care of myself and heal myself. Um, I was in yoga class one day and I um, asked my instructor if she would use her pendulum and and test my chakras because I'd never had it done before. And I was so curious. And I just laid down on my mat and all of my chakras were open and healthy but when she got to my heart her pendulum just stopped dead and my heart chakra was totally closed off my throat chakra was totally closed off and um you know you talk about spirit crumbs all the time and there was you know I'm usually not that type of student that's going to volunteer and be like me 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 test me out (laughs) but (laughs) I just knew that I needed some information and I just needed to know what was going on with me because I was just feeling sad and I was just feeling depressed and um you know I was going through some relationship difficulties in my family and just feeling that energy of not speaking my truth and you know I'm pretty sure my most of my heart chakra issues come from not expressing hurt for, you know, like the people pleasing and the not wanting to cause a scene and just, you know, like just stuff it all down and everything will be fine and ignore it and then it will go away. And so after that, I just saw the look on my, my yoga teacher's face and she was like, oh my gosh, this is totally closed off. And so from that point forward, I just became really curious about what I can do to heal my heart chakra. And, um, one of the best things that I've done for my heart chakra is to just spend as much time in nature as possible to really absorb that lovely green energy and just get grounded and you know sometimes you 
have to have difficult conversations with people that you care about and you always feel better when it's over. That's such a good point. And I love that you connected the throat chakra to those issues as well, because I've been talking about that a lot. And I think that that can be the hardest thing. Like you said, to diagnose what the, like where you're holding that energy. Um, And then I was wondering too, because you did mention self-love and I was wondering how you feel that ties into the heart chakra in terms of like your healing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, self-love, what I've come to realize through, you know, teaching Reiki and um, energy healing work on other people and just my spiritual path is that all love stems from self-love and you can only love someone else as much as you love yourself, which is kind of a hard pill to swallow because, you know, as a society, I think we're conditioned to not love ourselves. We're conditioned to look at everything that we think is wrong with us and, and berate ourselves and coulda, woulda, shoulda ourselves. And, um, you know, the self-love is, it's all, all in the heart chakra. It's when you start healing your heart chakra and you, you make that conscious choice to live a heart-centered life and, and do heart-centered practices, you can't help but learn to love yourself more. And the beautiful thing about that is, you know, for so many people who are sensitive or empaths, we give so much love to everyone else and then we feel drained and we feel resentful and we feel cranky. But when you love yourself and you, you work on that heart energy in yourself, it just naturally radiates out to other people and it becomes effortless to, to share that with other people. And it just, you know, it benefits everyone around you. That is so true, especially like you said, anybody who is often giving to others, it's sometimes we just don't have anything left for ourselves if we don't prioritize that. Um, And that's something that I don't think about a lot. And it's probably something I should think about more is like making sure that I leave that time for like nature. And do you have any other suggestions for things people could do for self-love, like just in terms of like self-care practices that would tie into that? Oh, I think like, there's so many, but some of my favorite ones, um, I love crystals for the heart chakra. Mm. So um, I normally wear, um, I have rose quartz on today. So I love rose quartz for the heart and any sort of green um, crystals for the heart. One of my favorite things to do is heart centered breathing. Mm. So I like to focus, like when I meditate, focus all of my attention on my heart chakra And then as I breathe in and out, I just imagine my heart chakra glowing brighter and brighter with every breath. And then I visualize air like moving in and out of my heart. It's as if my heart were breathing for me. And I found that it's just such a beautiful way. I love doing that when I I do energy work on others because it helps connect me to the other person. And it also helps connect me to myself. And I find it to be really grounding. So the heart-centered breathing, crystals, and then just time in nature. It's, it's really simple. 
I love those. And I feel like that makes me feel better. Like I'm on the right track because I always have like this rose quartz that's here with me. And I do spend a lot of time in nature, but I think the the heart centered breathing is something that I'm definitely going to have to incorporate into my own um, practices because I know when I've done it with you, I have done it with you and it always yes. feels really good. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's something that I think like definitely I don't know why I didn't think to do that on my own I think it's just I like getting that energy from you and I do feel like we were very connected when we've done that in the past yeah Um, definitely try it out let me know how it works for you yeah I will for sure and then on that note because when we did do that it was for my attunements for Reiki um and then I was just wondering in terms of energy healing and Reiki where the heart chakra fits in in those practices one of the things that I love the most about Reiki is that everyone experiences it differently. And for me, when I do Reiki on myself or others, I really use my heart as my power source because it feels, it just feels good to me to like channel everything through my heart. Um, I often imagine like energy coming in my crown, stopping in my heart and then going out through my hands is what I visualize when I do Reiki on others. So, um, and the act of Reiki, giving someone Reiki, receiving Reiki, it's all based in love. And for me, the simplest way to explain Reiki is that it is just the energy of unconditional love. So I, I kind of visualize my heart center as like the generator or the amplifier for that energy as I'm channeling it in. I love that. I definitely feel that too. I feel like it doesn't matter where I'm focusing on someone. I always do feel it in my heart chakra, especially if there's like emotions coming up for people. Like it's always where things kind of stop for me is at at the heart. Um, So I love that visual. I almost see like the care bears, but like from the heart, (laughs) just like pouring out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I love that. Um, And then I was wondering too, just in general, because I just talking about the energy of love. I know we've talked a lot about like giving love, but like, why do you feel like for yourself that like receiving love is so difficult, but also so important? Something that often comes up with clients and my Reiki students and my, my coaching clients is they are very uncomfortable with receiving. They're very comfortable giving, but receiving feels really vulnerable. And what I always tell them and what I try to remind myself of often is that giving and receiving is like inhaling and exhaling. It feels uncomfortable. And sometimes I I just remind people like you don't have, you don't have to earn love from someone else. You don't have to earn your existence in the world. Like you are here because you are love. And that's you know, what I believe our purpose is on earth is to fully express and embody love. So giving without receiving, it's like what we were just talking about it. It leaves you feeling depleted and resentful. And you end up giving from a place that's not from the heart. It's from obligation, which kind of taints the energy in the relationship. So it's hard. It feels normal. I know it's hard for me too, but it takes practice. It's like a muscle. It's you, you can practice and it gets easier and easier. 
that is such a good analogy, the inhaling and exhaling. I've never thought of it like that, like how you need to do both. You can't just like inhale and yeah. hold your breath forever or you'll die. And you can't exhale and then not take more breath in. Um, exactly. I've never thought so, of it that way. And I love that. And, you know, like it feels good to give and it feels good to give from a place of overflow. And so when you receive, you're allowing someone else to give which, you know, makes them feel good. So sometimes that helps people to, with receiving is, is thinking about the joy that the other person can have from giving. Yeah, I think that's a really important point too. I, I, that's actually how I tell myself when I need to receive or like ask for support or like anything that's like around receiving is I have to remind myself like other people want to feel helpful too like other people want to be able to help me like they want to whether I like want to see it that way or not <laughs> it's it's I I genuinely have to remind myself of that when someone wants to give me something even if something's small like I just am like yeah eh, okay I guess that's okay <laughs> but yeah. well yeah. And that's how you build you know genuine connection it can't be a one-sided relationship. Exactly. Exactly. And like, also I know myself, like I've been in friendships where the other person was the person that wouldn't let me do anything. And so I always felt this like awkward sense of like obligation where like, if they're always like picking up the check, they're always, you know, giving things, they're always like offering to do stuff. But every time I offer, they're like, no, it's okay. I got it. Then it's like, I almost feel like, this burden as opposed to like being able to reciprocate yeah definitely well and that's where things like the heart-centered breathing and just really energetically loving on your heart chakra will make receiving easier because when your heart's open it's easier to receive when your heart is blocked off that's when we get the cringy feeling of yeah. oh no I I can't I can't let you pay for my coffee or I can't accept that. Or that's when it starts to feel really uncomfortable is when yeah. your heart's blocked off. Yeah. And I definitely have to work on that. And, and it also ties into me just always being in my masculine because I know like I've been getting a thousand million messages around like working with the feminine energy and like calling in the divine feminine. And like, that's been coming up for me a lot too. I don't know if the, that resonates as well. Like the feminine energy with the heart chakra for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, it really, it always brings to mind the Empress card in the tarot too, just like that feminine energy, that nurturing energy, that really earth connected energy. Um, that's all heart to me. Yeah, that totally resonates. I can like picture the card from the deck that I use, like when you say that and it totally resonates mm -hmm. and it brings back the nature that we were talking about as well. Um, kind of like a full circle thing. Um, and then because we've been talking about like Reiki, I was just wondering if you had any offers that offerings that you wanted to talk about um, that you can share with my listeners. Yes, I would love to. Um, so I do have um, an online Reiki level one and Reiki level two course available, which is what, how you and I met and got connected. Yeah. So that's always um, open and that includes video lessons and journal prompts and then you make a one-on-one -on -one appointment with me for your attunement which uh, I don't reiki attunement if you want to get into your heart energy yeah a reiki, a reiki attunement it just 
feels so good. It's like the biggest spiritual high ever. I but totally you agree. Know that. Yeah, I totally agree. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, and interesting too, like talking about giving and receiving, like giving a Reiki attunement is the the best feeling and receiving a Reiki attunement at the same time is like giving Reiki attunements feels as good as receiving them. So it's just such a beautiful exchange of energy. I love it so much. And then um, I haven't launched it yet, but I am working on another online um, group coaching program and calling it shadow work for empaths. So um, talking about shadow work and learning to love all parts of ourselves. We all have parts of ourselves that we've closed off often in the heart chakra. And um, I'm going to launch a six week program where each week we're going to talk about some of the most common shadows and just allow those, those parts to be seen and witnessed. And um, the connection that happens in group programs like that is something that is so beautiful and so wonderful. So I'm really excited about that. I'll be starting in June, June 24th, I think. So. Oh, that's so exciting. I actually love that idea of like shadow work and learning to love the whole self, like the whole integrated self, um, especially for empaths. Cause like we were saying before, people who are giving are even looking at the good parts of ourselves is hard. So looking at those shadows yeah. can be so difficult. Like if we have a trouble seeing like our positive qualities, like the negative ones are like even harder. And like you said, that group energy, um, I feel like because we have so much love for other people as you're sharing, you're feeling all of that love come back to you. Um, and I just love that you're doing that. Is that something that you've been thinking about for a while? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I love the magic of, of group programs just because whatever, you know, and you're drawn to the group through a vibrational match. So when one person is sharing and being vulnerable, it's like, it, it relates to everyone in the group. And it's such a beautiful opportunity for you to do your own healing as you're a witness to someone else and their healing. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing. I think that's, that's awesome. I think that that is something like, I'm always drawn to a group for a reason as well. And I think that, I feel like that's just something that I get so much out of more than I expect to. And it's something that's vulnerable. Like you're making the decision to open up to this group of people. And so there is this intimate setting that, that becomes like almost like a little family when you are work, especially for a six week journey. I think that's going to be incredible for anyone that joins that program. Yes. Yes. I am so excited about it. Um, and that's really what I love to do is create containers that people feel safe to be vulnerable. And that is definitely where I use my heart chakra energy is just creating a boundary of love and just giving people a place to fully be seen and fully be heard. That's the greatest form of love. I think that we can give is just truly witnessing someone as they are and accepting all of that. So super excited about that. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's yeah. Anybody who joins that container is going to just be so full of love. And I'm so excited for you to launch that. Um, and I'll make sure that I do write that, write your Instagram conscious clarity healing in the show notes below so that everyone can find you and 
And once it's launched, they can sign up for that. That's going to be so exciting. Yes, I'm so glad that we got to connect again and about the heart chakra, something that kind of drew us together in the first place, I think. So it's always such a joy to connect with you. I really appreciate it. And then maybe we can have you on later on to talk about shadow work. Ooh, I would love that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.